Alright. Alright, we're officially live. What's up, people out there? Um, I'm back. It's been a minute since I did a podcast. Um, the last one was with Billy Best, which if you haven't listened to it, I suggest you check it out because Billy's the man. I actually filmed a, a video part. I'm working on filming a video part of Billy Best, too, so I'll be posting that up uh, fairly sh- fairly soon. And, uh, yeah, so we're back. we got a podcast tonight. i got my homie Ben Reed here again. Just uh, someone to hang out with, someone I talk with. He's my, you know, oh, yeah. my homie. We always, like, he works at Skater's Edge, so we just, I go in there, I skate for hours, and Ben's either skating or working, and then we just talk shit, and he's a good dude. So, Ben, say hi to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> and if you hear a beeping uh, throughout the show, it's because... Uh, something with my Verizon like internet box or something. I called them and they told me to reset it and I did and it didn't work and it just beeps every like few minutes. So Fucking you're gonna hear Verizon. it beeping. So sorry if it annoys you. Um, today's podcast is gonna be a little different than other ones. We just got some things we want to talk about. I want to talk about and uh, just shoot the shit. So and we got questions from Instagram people, which is pretty tight. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll get through the sponsors. First is All I Need, All I Need Skateboards. Uh, we started doing the apparel, and it's grown into a skateboard brand. We got three boards out right now. Um, me and Timmy Knuth are the pros. We got Billy Drown from Taunton. What do you What do you think of Billy? Billy's a good guy. Seriously? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Nah. nah he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he uh, he's a, he's an amateur and Corey Goonan, and we were just watching some Corey footage. Dude's a beast. Beast Slaves. on a skateboard. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on with All I Need. It's killing it. I'm psyched. It's like a trip to just like, I don't know, when you're a little kid, you think about having a skateboard company, and it's like to actually have it going on and to have other shops want to carry it and have people reach out to you and just, it's a trip. And then to have people put people's artwork on skateboards is a trip as well, and we made a video called Thrive Prosper Rise that came out on the Ride channel. It got over like 62,000 views in like less than a week or something for our, like our first team video, which was pretty rad. It wasn't even a full video. It was like 12 minutes. Um, but yeah, so check out All I Need on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can just type in All I Need Skate and you should be able to find it. Um, and then we got Solstice Skate Shop, New Bedford, Mass. Been around for deep, 16 years, maybe over 16 years. I don't know. It's pretty fucking hard to imagine doing that for 16 years. It's not like it's not like there's a lot of money in making having a skate shop. Yeah. Especially definitely. nowadays. Yeah, it's crazy. No, yeah. Like, so if you're going to do that for 16 years, let's say the first three, four years you're, like, in it because you're excited. And maybe you thought you are going to make some money. And then eventually you start to realize, like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to make any money. I'm just going to be able to live this lifestyle. So I'll be able to pay for what... I can afford my bills, and I can just live my lifestyle. So I commend anyone that has a skate shop and is growing up their skate scene and doing all that. And Solstice has been doing it for so long, man. It's been amazing. You know what I mean? And skateboarding goes in cycles, too. So it's not always, like, doing that good. So, you know, sometimes you just got to take it on the chin and keep it going, keep the shop going, you know? And there's a lot of people out there that sacrifice their time, their efforts, and everything for their love of skateboarding. They keep skate shops open, and, uh, you know, and and that's amazing. So Solstice, I'm I'm happy they sponsored the podcast. They've built quite a scene. They they helped me personally 
achieved some goals in my life that has that has been amazing. So, um, yeah. So those are the sponsors, man. Um, I just want to talk to you. I wanted to tell you about um, going to the skate park meetings in Taunton. That was one of the things I wanted to talk about tonight. <laughs> Have you ever been to a like a town meeting? Nah. Oh man, it Never. is a shit show, Ben. It was a fucking shit show. I go in there. First of all, this lady Leanne, uh, her last name Tavares. Do you know Tavares? Who she, Tavares. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Matt's mother. Yeah. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Matt? Matt. Tavares. Obviously. Yeah, Matt Tavares. And he skates. Tavares. Yeah, he did. He had a mini ramp in his backyard. Sick. Over in Taunton. Yeah, in Winton, right across from Benjamin's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Down one of those side streets. Yeah. So this lady hits me up out of the blue, <coughs> and as you can tell, I didn't know her back history or anything, and. uh I'm assuming just because she knew I was professional, and she's like, yeah, I wanted you to come to these meetings in, in Taunton. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm down, whatever. If you're trying to get a free outdoor park, I'm down. First, before we get into the story, how do you feel about a free outdoor park in Taunton? It would be awesome for the community anyway, of course, for the city. Yeah. You don't have shit around besides Edge. Yeah. If it wasn't for Edge, I probably wouldn't fucking... How do you feel about... Um, how do you think it would affect Skater's Edge, in all honesty? Good or bad? Like. I mean, I can't see it being too negative because, I mean, you can only skate outside when, when it's warm out. Yeah. So, right? So, Skater's Edge is dead anyway when it's warm out, you know? Because there's other places to skate other than if there was a town skate park. But, you know, in the wintertime, you're not going to be at the prefab park in the winter. Can't. Too cold or it's snow, so... I don't think it would be too bad at all. Yeah, and that's how that's how I feel too. That's why I was like, I'm down because Skater's Edge is the indoor park in Taunton that Ben works at, and then I this is basically my second home. And uh, the people that own it are amazing. And uh, <clears throat> um, the way I see it is kind of similar. I think if there's a free outdoor park, it only helps Skater's Edge. Is that your phone? That's all good. I gotta turn my ringer off. Billy Drown. Wow, pick it up, pick it up. Let's do it. Podcast. Hey, what's up? <laughs> he said, "What's up, bud?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, with Anthony right now doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, the Shetler, just me and him. Yeah, sick. So, anyways. What I really think is that if there was an outdoor park, it's only going to help Skater's Edge because in the winter, it's basically like in the summer, people are going to come to Taunton and it's going to breed little free, like kids can go there for free and skate and have fun. You know what I mean? And it's just going to build more skateboarders. So in the winter, they're going to be forced to go to the Skater's Edge, which is awesome. Because then that just means more business for Skater's Edge. Yeah, of course. And then think about all the other like parks have have come up. Like Tiverton has come up recently, and I mean I know it's kind of like twenty minutes away or whatever, but that's a nice park to go to. You have Hingham. Yeah, Hingham's nice too. Yeah, you know. So well, that's what I've been trying to say to Taunton, and that's what I was saying at this meeting was that if you build a nice outdoor skate park, it could actually help the community of Taunton. Yeah, of course. And 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 the people that run Taunton are for the majority of the council, they're a lot older, and they're a little out of touch with what's going on with the youth. And I feel like that's partly the reason why Taunton's having a lot of issues because it's not used to change. Yeah, definitely. It's not. It's not embracing change. Yeah. So I go to this meeting. 
And I walk in and I sit down because there's all these these older people sitting there in front of me. And I don't mean that as an insult. They're just older gentle, gentlemen and women, like, you know, late 40s, 50s, 60s, like up that that end, that end of the spectrum. And uh I sit down for about 4 hours. And the subjects that we talked about, or that I listened to them talk about for four hours, I'm not exaggerating the time, was parking spacing in the city of Taunton, parking spots, um, which was the biggest concern of everyone was parking parking space. Um, empty parking lots. What are we going to do with empty parking lots? Who's going to clean them? Um, and then the other subject that really <laughs> grinds my gears was uh, the microphones yeah, in yeah. the fucking room that we were in. That's awesome. That's very good. They, were com- they talked about that for an hour and a half. The microphones, because the council meetings are broadcast on like cable TV or whatever the local channel is, and everyone in the city council has a microphone because people are watching on the TV need to hear the discussions, right? And there's microphones on the table. They're not even built into the table. You literally can just pick them up. And these people talked about – they brought in an expert, um, someone who talked about Fios and wires and cables and the reason why the – this room wasn't originally built for uh, a council meeting, so the, the sounds are off. And I just wanted to yell, put a fucking book under the microphone so it's close to your mouth and speak into it. <laughs> and like for an hour and a half, we talked about that. That was great. And then finally at the end of all of it. We got like 45 minutes when they're all annoyed and frustrated from being there for four or five hours. We got about 45 minutes to, 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 to discuss about the skate park. And uh, to be fair, the people that were in the council meeting actually took it as a – they actually addressed it seriously. They gave us some fair answers, which I was like, wow, that's actually surprising. The big issues were insurance. Because Taunton's police station burnt down, so uh, they am worried because they were fucked out from insurance on that for some reason, which they didn't, they didn't explain to me. But somehow they got fucked with their insurance from the police station burning down, and now they're real nervous. So the lady in charge of that was like, kind of like, oh, I don't know, like skate park insurance, blah blah. And I was like, look, other places have done it. Other people, other places have Numerous. skate parks. Numerous. Yeah, there's tons of Numerous. everywhere. I'm like, Numerous. Bridgewater had two. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I know you're nervous, but you need to do your job and look into the insurance policy and see how we can make this work. And then uh, what else happened? And then there was only one dude on the council that was actually like voted for it. He said, you know what? He said, let's just give them a place and say it's okay and allow them to have the chance to raise the money. Because the idea is like we needed the town to approve the spot. So then you can go for the grants and stuff. Because if you're on the spot, it's like you can't go for the grants. you got to have a laid-out plan before you go ask for grants and donate, get all this money. So um, there was one dude who was like, look, they have overwhelming obstacles in front of them. Like raising 100000 for a skate park is a, not an easy thing to do. Let's just give them the place. They've been trying – people have been this, – this lady, Leanne, God bless her soul, have been trying to get a skate park for, um, I don't know, 10 years now, maybe longer. Yeah, I'd say about 10. Yeah. Definitely. Not Like trying. Like yeah. she was in the meeting, phys- you could see the emotion on her face and in her voice. She's been trying for so long and she actually had it all lined up 
years ago. Had it all set up perfect, and they just shut her down because the stereotypes of skateboarders. And the council was like, nah, we don't want to skateboard. She had the grant lined up. She had this perfect spot, everything. But and they used the money anyway, though. They still took the grant, didn't they? I have no idea. I have. I wouldn't doubt it, but I have no idea. I thought they took the grant for the, the walk right behind the fucking police station right now. The river walk. That's what happened. Maybe that is. I don't know. That's some fucked up shit if it is. Some yeah. criminal type shit. Yeah, that's what happened. She had everything lined up, and all she needed was their approval, and they wouldn't give it because of the stereotypes of skateboarding. So I go in there, and I'm just like, look. I am – I'm 31 now, but I am proof. I am that typical little ghetto kid from Fall River, New Bedford, Taunton, name it. All these little ghetto cities where, like, people are, like, you know, they're trying, but they're dysfunctional, and there's, like, crime, and it's kind of like, you know, you, you can see the youth, and they're kind of like – you can tell they're misguided a little bit, and there's a lot of anger, and there's a lot of blue-collar people. And then you got, like, some, you know, you know Taunton in these cities. They have – some rich people, they have a lot more poor people, and then middle class, and then more more lower middle class, and and I was just like, I am that, that's how I grew up, like, my family situation was, I was that little kid with, you know, dysfunction in the family, drugs, violence, whatnot, and skateboarding helped me, and what I'm trying to tell you is, there's a lot of skate, like, skateboarding gave me the qualities I pose, I possess today. And it's because of the art of skateboarding that I have appreciation, I have um, compassion, understanding, I have perseverance. These like qualities that that you wish your your citizens would have. Yeah. So what I keep trying to tell them is, if you wanna, if you want more people with these qualities, give them something that they're passionate about. Invest in their passion, so you multiply the people with great qualities. And it's like. They're too busy talking about parking spacing to give a shit about, like, and they don't understand skateboarding because, like, what is skateboarding at its very root? It's problem solving, right? Because you picture a trick, right? And then you're like, I want to learn that trick. What's the process of learning that trick? Doing everything wrong and falling down again and again until you find the right way. That works for you, yeah. not necessarily for me because yeah. everyone's different, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have to problem solve and see what works for you. So what I'm saying is... You have a bunch of little kids that love skateboarding, and they're learning basic problem-solving, which there's 30-, 40-year-old people that don't even have basic problem-solving skills because they don't have something like a skateboarding that humbles them, knocks them on their ass, and they have to get back up and redo it again and learn again, and you can't give up, and you got to really like – and then you got to put your own style and emphasis on it and all this shit, and it teaches you so many good qualities. And I'm like, there's nothing like that. Like – why don't you invest in that? You're going to have an army of little Russells out there that are just like motivated, like no basic problem solving, a lust for the future with a positive outlook and want to make Taunton great and own businesses. And this is what I'm trying to tell them in the meeting, but it's like going over their fucking head. I'm like, I felt it made me, it, it, it scared me a bit. That's why I think you should go. You should go. You probably get angry though. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You're a little angry, a little angry at Taunton, no? <laughs> <laughs> how do you if you could sum up Taunton how would you explain Taunton to someone that doesn't know the city be honest and fair and, and explain Taunton to people how you see it your perspective honestly not judging you at all how, how would you describe Taunton <laughs> there's a beeping <laughs> I don't know Taunton's pretty run down right yeah, yeah I agree it's run down you have businesses that close all the fucking time Pizza places can't even fucking stay open. Get closer to the mic. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. What about the people? 
The majority. How yeah. do you see it? Oh, they're all they're all definitely poor, lower class, definitely. There's like, uh, what about the youth? Besides, like the ones we're surrounded with, even though we have, you know, what do you think about? Yeah, problems. That's crime here, of course. Yeah, they get yeah. into trouble all the time. Nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Get all crazy. So, <clears throat> what I'm saying is, it, and they and it's crazy because the liability thing throws me off. Because they have basketball courts. People get hurt on basketball courts, right? Yeah, People cool. get hurt everywhere. You get hurt walking down the street, right? Yeah, that makes sense, though. Yeah, exactly. Like basketball court. Yeah, somebody breaks. Yeah. There's liability right there if you build a basketball court, right? Yeah, Doesn't this? I never thought of that. The I, city or damn. the state have to take a baseball. That's fucking crazy. People get hit with baseballs all the time. They break windows, car windows and shit. So what I'm saying I is... I think it's probably it's just a cop-out, you know? It's just one of those things you hear all the time. Bang, that's the first thing they think of because I bet somebody who's outside the bar will, like... In the box, basically, yeah. looks at skateboarding and is like, all they see is punks, and then they see, oh, they fall all the time, oh, they get hurt, blah blah blah. That's the only thing they think of. Yeah. No, what they, what you know, what they really said was, they said that, but they also said they ruined Webster Bank. <laughs> That's what they said. Vandalism at Webster Bank. <laughs> West Webster Bank is the little spot in town where kids go to skate because they have nowhere else to go, so they There's go a there. Two yeah, and they grind the little stairs, and the stairs has some scuff marks and wax marks. Oh man. Oh man, ruined yeah, it. I look, and that's what I'm saying is like skateboarders aren't not just skateboarders. I, I'm speaking from a skateboarder's point of view, but like skateboarders look at things in a different way. Like they look at that as ruining. The stairs. I look at that as like repurposing it and creating shit. They're putting their energy and their passion into like creating tricks and like making something skatable and and, and they film it and they they create video parts and add music to it and it, it gives them a it it gives them a sense of purpose and gives them a their identity, you know. Yeah. And course. it's like, and you're gonna complain about a fucking ruined curb. When these little kids are gaining all these qualities because they waxed why, up a curb. Dude, and why would they bring that up now, dude? That, those, like, ledges on the side have been skate blocks since I was in high school. I know, they skate stopped. They're yeah, ridiculous. The what so, are you talking about? What I'm, what I'm proposing is the state of Taunton, or the state of Taunton, the state of Massachusetts, the city of Taunton. State of Taunton. Da- <laughs> Did I say it again? No, all right. The city of Taunton donates land. Just give us land. Give skateboarders land. And, uh... Make sure you have an insurance policy, just like you do for basketball, baseball, whatever other fucking coach-driven sport is out there. And uh, let the skateboarders get raise the money, hire someone to build the skate park, and the, the city can be involved with that from beginning to end. That way they know what's being built and everything, right? And uh, And then, you know, the skateboarders will maintain the skate park. That was one of the other things. Who's going to clean it? Who's going to maintain it? And my answer to that was, well, if you have a positive outlook and you have faith in people and people are willing to raise $100,000 for a skate park, I think the skateboarders will pick up the trash. We could even – I with, with my company, all I need, I'd even be willing to do you know, once a month. We could go do a day where we clean up the skate park. Yeah. We do a session and everyone cleans up. Yeah. I could rally so many kids to do that. And that place would be immaculate. Yeah, in 10 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just like – and then, uh, and then um, another argument they had was graffiti and drugs and violence. What about on the buildings? Shouldn't build any more buildings then because uh, – 
Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about all the like the the cards? Closer, and closer. Sliding, sliding. All the all the train, all the train cards and shit. Graffiti. Yeah, graffiti everywhere. And then my answer to that at the thing was, you're gonna tell me Taunton doesn't have drug problems, doesn't have crime now, doesn't have all this, without a skate park? Like if that does, if Taunton doesn't have that now, then I'll take you serious. If Taunton is a beautiful city and it's run correctly. Then maybe escape bring in a skate park might bring that, yeah. but it already has that. It has it at basketball courts. Everywhere. You know kids who don't skate, and you see them, and they're like, you're like, well, these dudes are kind of sketchy. What yeah. the fuck are they doing? They're walking around taunting. You're like, those dudes are sketchy. You know what I mean? And you're like, they're the ones doing all that shit. And it's like that has nothing to do with skateboarding. So that's another cop out. So they had a basically what I'm saying is I went to this meeting, and they did listen to us, and they did try to give us an answer. But all they did was give you excuses. They put up walls yeah. instead of tearing them down. And that's what I was asking. I was like, let's not build walls. Let's, let's instead try to get around them and find ways to make this work. Let's find a solution, not just bring up what is scary. You know what I mean? Like, you can bring it up, but then let's work around it. Not, not just because it was like when you get into an argument with someone and they throw out something just to like argue with you. You know, like you're wrong because of this. And then they change the subject. It's like no, well then let's discuss that. Let's just not move out. Let's not move on to the next subject. Let's discuss that so we can get past it. And it wasn't like that in that forum, so it was really um, disheartening. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm trying to say. And then recently, um, I've been going on a radio show in Taunton. You probably haven't catched it because who the fuck listens to radio? <laughs> that's why we're on a fucking podcast. I bet I have more listeners around the world than this Taunton radio show has. I like the radio show. Don't get me wrong. Wrong. The dude's. It's called Sound Off with Bob Newell. Nice dude. Good dude. Good. He's fighting for a skate park. Bob Newell is. Yep. He's I down. Think. He wants to help, and that's why he brought me on the um, radio show twice. And uh, I basically went on and I just talked to average people, like people that know nothing about skateboarding, and they would bring up things, and I would just say the same thing. I'm like, well, these are all the qualities that I've learned through skateboarding. And I've been teaching them to other little skateboarders, and these kids are blossoming and becoming intelligent and smart. And, like, some of them don't even have a family, but they're still becoming leaders and understanding, like, you know, pride and passion and all these qualities. And I'm like, it's all through the art of skateboarding. What I've been doing is saying that skateboarding is like a martial art. I compare it to that. I don't know why. It's not like a sport. It's more like a martial art. You learn all these qualities through it. You know what I mean? Like right, in martial yeah. art, you learn respect. You learn discipline. But you learn it through getting smacked in the face. You know what I mean? But it's the same with skateboarding. You take a hard-ass slam, it humbles you. And you have to go, okay, I have to reevaluate what I did wrong there. Try again. Get my courage again. But let this pain go away. And then I got to find a way to make it still happen. So like the average... That's what I. That's the average person doesn't go through that on a daily thing. They wake up, they go do their thing, they fucking sit in a chair all day. Nine to five, come home, watch TV. Yeah. Go to bed. So wake yeah, up, yeah, yeah. Have the same Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, go exactly. Back to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, so that's what I'm saying. I'm like, skateboarders are already ahead of the curve because at least they get their heart beating and they break a sweat every day. And if you do that, you're already health. You're already healthier than like. Probably 80% of Americans. Yeah, definitely of Americans. Yeah. So I'm like, these are the people you need to fucking invest in. The people that are out doing active things, pushing their limits, learning, learning, passionate, creating. And that's what you need to invest in if you want to get rid of it, all the problems we have. You invest in healthy, happy people and you help build them. Because if you invest in the people that are trying, they're going to try really hard and get other people around them to try. And then it's going to multiply more people like that. 
and then your des- your your money problems are gone because you have people that are concert that are smart and spend their money wisely and invested into their passions. So you're not just like you're not frivolous. You're just you're gonna have a lot of people that are like conscious and aware. So that's what we've been working on. I'm trying to get a skate park. If you're out there and uh, you're trying to battle a skate park, get try to get a skate park in your town. Like, um, what's going on with onset? Oh yeah, we're trying to do onset as well. Um, I just had a news article come out. Um, the lady Kristen, who's a nice lady, she uh, set me up with a reporter, and I kind of explained the same thing that I'm talking about now. And uh, she's kind of using that to get to the minds of the people in onset because they're kind of older and stuffy there too. It's onset. It's like. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's like on its way to Cape Cod. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like in Cape Cod. So you got all these older people that have businesses and have this stuff and they don't want change and they just kind of want to like keep what they have. And then they have the young kids that are like, oh, there's nothing to fucking do here. And like I'm in a little fucking town that just like – but it's like not a town because it's like touristy because yeah. people are coming through it to go to the Cape. And it's just like they just got to like – so it's kind of the same scenario there is they're just kind of – there's resistance. But I honestly believe that these skate parks are going to happen. They might take a while, but I think that the tides are changing with the way things going in the world. When there's a great downsizing in the world, which it is now, people are um, – our resources are dwindling. You know what I mean? So people are starting to reevaluate the, the way they live. There's no more um, – how do I put it? Consumerism was a huge thing, right? I don't think that's as prevalent now as it was 10 years ago because of people have been aware after 9-11 and after all that gnarly shit happened, people started going, okay, we can't just keep being consumers. We can't just keep fucking everything up. We have to eat smarter. It, it, it happened and it created a awareness to people. I really feel that. Do you feel that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel definitely some people definitely like definitely some people now think outside the box, do this and that, definitely, but for the majority, man, I feel like they're all sheep. Definitely. Still? Yeah, look at T V, man. Commercials, everything. Consumerism is all around us all the time. Well, I think I think it's only gonna get I don't wanna say things are gonna get worse. They're not gonna get worse, but what's happening in my my, my opinion, I could be wrong, you know, fuck me if I am. What I see is resources dwindling and the world getting a lot smaller because of the internet. So everyone's more connective. Now we have a central nervous system, right? Where you can empathize for someone in Japan. And kids can see information at a drop of a second. They can Google whatever. You can't yeah, lie to them about marijuana anymore. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, like, what course. I'm saying is, like, there's more um, transparency, your parents can't fuck you up as much by lying to you because now you, you're a little kid with an iPhone and you have every fucking answer that humans have ever put on the internet, which is like – this is like a magic tool. Like you could li- – I could search anything right now and get a consensus, a group, the majority's opinion on it. So what I'm saying is like that's allowed us to have more freedom and it makes the world smaller because now you feel like you know how people feel. That's oh, why yeah. revolutions pop up all over the world because they're seeing what countries in the Western world have and they go, we don't have – we have a dictatorship. Fuck that. We want what they have because now they're, they see the high life every day and they see like, oh, this is, these people are happy. They have their dreams coming true even though they're working for it. It's, you know, so then they want that in their fucking country and they're like – young kids are starting revolutions. Like we need the shit now. Yeah, like, and that's because of the internet. So what I'm saying is 9-11 – the internet has made everything more connective, and 
what I see happening is people not consuming as much in a wasteful way. I feel there's a paradigm shift, and I'm working to make this paradigm, sh- paradigm shift happen even faster. With all I need, the idea is fuck with what I want. Don't lust after what you want, but instead savor the things you need and cherish them, like food, water, family, skateboarding. Those are the things I need, right? So what I do is I still consume, but I consume on the things I need. So now I'm not just consuming to consume. I'm not going out buying fucking wasteful shit just so I can have a huge house and I can have fucking a baller car with rims and shit just so I can keep up and look cool and consume and be part of the pop life. I'm still spending money, but I'm spilled, I'm spending that money to create a skateboard brand because skateboarding makes me happy and I can spread happiness to everyone around me through it. And I and so like I'm in I'm still spending money. So what I'm saying is the economy is going to change like that. That's why you see all these small businesses popping up because the internet has given the small dude, the David versus Goliath, a chance to compete with huge companies or or a, a chance to reach tons of different groups out there that like the bracelet that they make. <laughs> and they don't have to advertise that you couldn't you, like advertisements free with social media facebook twitter instagram you get enough followers it's free you go and you get enough followers and then you start showing your handcrafted little bracelet that you put your heart into and then people are starting to kick in five dollars here and there they're like i want to buy that and then that grows into a business and you're like whoa and then you introduce another product and you're like whoa so the world's getting smaller and people should focus more on what they need instead of what they want you know you want to be a baller you want to have this huge house but why don't you just invest in the things you need and that's why i see the the paradigm shift in america i think other countries probably were ahead of this curve because there's been like you know naughty things that happened to them and whatnot but at least in america that's how i see it and that's what i'm pulling for i'm pulling for us to have like maybe we don't have as much but we have enough to invest in what we love and live a happy life and maybe it grows to give you more than you expected. You never know. You know what I mean? Uh, sorry for the rant. I just went off there. I hope I made sense. Sounded yeah. pretty good. Yeah. yeah? yeah. All no right. Point. Cool. <laughs> I see it happen, and I see it slowly happening. And it, you know, another thing I've seen, Ben, that that I that I'm starting to realize through going to council meetings and stuff like that is that we, me and you, and people like us, how old are you? Gonna be 24 next month. He had to think about it. Damn. I'm 31, 24? Yep. All right. We, right now, are the fucking adults. We are the fucking adults. Yeah. If we don't do shit right now to change stuff... Fucked. It's not gonna happen. No. You know when you grow up and you're a little kid and you're like, yeah, yeah, things are gonna get good, I'm gonna live my dream, da-da-da, da-da-da, and then you get into your, like, 20s and you're like, da-da-da, damn, shit's still fucked up, shit's still fucked up, people are still acting crazy. What I'm starting to realize now is if you see something that you disagree with and you take action right fucking now, that creates instant change. A prime example is that story I was telling you about with the kid at the skate park. Yep. We won't say his name because I love this kid. He's a very cool kid. He's, he's just uh, he's what I was saying. He's a, little, he's a little kid that just wants to be a kid and has a little attitude and like maybe just started like hanging out with other kids that are kind of lost and idiots and whatnot, and they're just learning. You know what I mean? They're just kids. They don't fucking know what they're doing. They have little egos, and they like want to impress each other and shit, hmm. so they say stupid things. And like when little kids get together, and not just little kids, adults too, and teenagers, they get together, and, and, and they always fuel like this um, high school relationship. That's why I never liked school. Like I went there, and then all the kids got together, and they just like – there was a – 
there was a stat status, you know, like there's the cool kids, yeah, it's fucking nerds. popularity contest. Thank man. you. Yeah. So that happens whenever you get a group of people, right? Yeah, of course. Because people just like play their role. But because those are the people with egos, though. Because you know I mean? well, the problem is the problem I realize is there's no fucking leaders because people don't want to be a leader. It's scary to be like speak up and to put your heart out there, and it's it's hard to articulate what you're saying. To people, because people will just criticize you for being like, what do you think, you're better than me? Fucking blah, 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 blah. You know, so, but that's what a leader does. He says what's on his mind, and he continues to, regardless. If he has an opinion what's right, and he believes in his heart it's right, and he's trying, and he's thoughtful and caring and all these things, he doesn't just let this shit happen. Like, this little kid the other day, he was at the skate park, and he was kind of clowning on me. I don't know why. Whatever. Just being a little kid, you know? And I was like, whatever. I kind of noticed a little animosity for whatever reason. And then uh, I kind of clowned him back, just playing around, just to break the ice. And then he went up to me, and he was like, he was rolling by, rolling towards me on his skateboard. And he, as he's rolling up to me, he said, get out my way, N-word, which I don't even want to say the word, because I, don't, I just don't like the word, you know what I mean? And as uh, soon as he said it, without me even thinking, I just stuck my foot out under his wheel and he tripped. I know that sounds bad. He did. He slammed. He, held his, he was holding his arm. He was fine. But it was instinctual. I didn't, even, I didn't even think about it. I just did it. And then I went up to him after. I could have just left it at that. I could have just tripped him. He was embarrassed. It was in front of the whole skate park. And I could have just been like, that's what you get. <laughs> but instead, I was like, I'm going to try to be a leader in this situation. Because all his friends are around. And all these kids are, you know, anywhere from 16 to 21. And they're, they're the youth I was describing earlier. And uh, so I just, I said, well, he was looking at me, rubbing his arm, like upset. And I was like, what'd you say to me? He's like, what? I'm like, don't say that word to me. And he's like, huh? I'm like, dude, that, don't you understand that word? Like, you're a little scrawny white kid. You shouldn't be saying that word. Like... And, and he had a friend who was black as well. And I was like, uh, I talked to his friend. I'm like, why you let him say that word around you? He's like, yeah, I don't care. I was like, didn't some of your parents have issues with slavery and whatnot? And maybe your ancestors? He's like, no, our parents sold them. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Can't you empathize with that? Like that narrative and that story? Can't you understand? Like, that's a bad thing. I was like, that's what I told Joey. I was like, dude, you don't understand the pain that comes from what happened. You know what I mean? Like... And this is, and I told him, I said, did I use his name? I did, huh? <laughs> Whatever. He's a good kid. I love him. Uh, I told him, I said, look, I said, I like you, and that's why I did this. And that's why I'm explaining this to you. Because if I didn't like you, I would have just let you say the word and roll on by. Knowing in my heart that you're going to say it to the wrong person in the future. And as you grow into adulthood, you're going to grow up using these words and thinking they're funny and not caring about your... Uh, the reactions, not caring about, you know, what it triggers in other people. And I said, I'm only telling you all this because I like you and I want you to grow into a functioning adult that cares and is thoughtful and not just spouting off at his mouth. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm trying to start a movement right now. And Ramsey came up with the name and we've been doing the hashtag. It's AIN right now. All I need right now. And to me, that means change. All I need right now is fucking change because we've gone so far one way and we are the adults. Me, you, you are. You're 24. You're a fucking adult. I'm 31. I'm an adult. The adults, the adults aren't the 30, 40-year-olds. Those are just people that are past their prime 
and hopefully they're living a good life and raising good people, but most likely they're not. So we are in our prime, and we're young, and we're passionate, and we care, and we have things we love, and we have to share and multiply the amount of people like that. Me and you, adults, you know? And we have to do that shit right fucking now. A-I-N, right now. All I need, right fucking now. That's my big rant. That's what I'm on lately. That's the big shit I'm on right now. And that's why I'm talking about that story with, Joe, with my homie Joey. He's my good homie. I like him. He's a good kid. He's just, he was just like a little misguided. He hung around with people that didn't, never put him in his place and never taught him a lesson. And, and I don't want to do that. I didn't want to do that. It was instinctual. I tripped him. And then I was like, oh, I tripped him. And now everyone's looking at him. I, gotta, I care about him. I don't want him just to be embarrassed. And like I apologize. And then I explained why. And then it started the conversation with all the kids there about the N-word and about how not to use it. And you know how they use it. Yeah, of course. I see them on Instagram and stuff using it. But we had the conversation, and now it's out there, and everyone was kind of discussing ideas and topics and stuff. And that's another thing that skateboarding brings. Thank you to skateboarding. That was at the skate park that all this happened. You know what I mean? And that's why I compare it to a martial art. That's why I compare it to something besides a sport. It's a lifestyle. <clears throat> and it breeds leaders. It breeds intelligent people. And, and, and if you don't think it does, it's going to because I'm going to help it. And people like us are going to help it because we're going to raise up these kids that love skateboarding. And we're going to teach them the shit we learn as we learn it right fucking now. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> All right. We got Instagram questions. And I'm sorry this podcast is me heavy, but I have a lot of shit on my mind. And me and Ben talk like this and go back and forth. And I, I invited him on the podcast. So <laughs> it's not like he came to me and was like, let's do a podcast. It was just like, Ben, you need to come so we can just talk about this so I can rant. And you can just like give me your opinion so we can bounce ideas back and forth. And if I'm wrong, you'll tell me. I know you will because you're a very honest person. Because <clears throat> sometimes I feel insane. <laughs> me too. Yeah. That's why yeah. I think we like each other. <laughs> I think that's why it works. Damn, we got it. Bunch of questions. All right. See, this is what I'm saying with the internet. The Let's world's so small. People all over the world are asking questions. All right, so Josh Higgins asked, what's up with Onset Skate Park? Nowhere to skate in Wareham. That's what we're working on, Josh. We're grinding away, man. We're going to make it happen, man. Um, everyone involved is really pushing for it. I think we have to change the minds and the hearts of the people. You know, We have to show them that skateboarders are not just punks. We got to show them that we are the leaders and that we care about the future and that we're creative and we're problem solving and that we want a beautiful world around us. And that's why we do, that's why we, that's why we skateboard because we want to express ourselves and people that want to express themselves mean that means they want to share. They want to share how they feel inside. They want to like a video part for a skateboarder is like trying to paint a picture of how your heart feels like. That's why you pick a song that picks that mood, and that's like the reflection of your skating. Like some people skate aggressive, some people skate real smooth, some people skate, you know, like you know, in the way they dress, and it's it's all an expression, yeah, you know. Of course, so it's trying to it's paint. An art form, man. Yes, of course. people that do art are beautiful. They're trying to share and express. You need to invest in that shit. Those are the people that care. If they didn't care, they wouldn't want to share. They would just stay in a little bubble. They'd go to their job, get their Dunkin' Donuts, not talk to people, maybe blame the world, and that's the get angry. Thing. That's the other thing I taught. And, like, no offense to anybody who's on welfare or has not sex and it. No, but there's a lot of people who abuse that shit. Mm-hmm. And taught and recently just spent, like, what was it, like, fucking million, over a million dollars on both the developments. They did D-Wart, yeah. D-Wart, and then they did the one right across from my street on West Ware Street, down that one-way street. Yeah, They I just know. built all that new housing there. Yeah. All sex and All of it. But can't get a little bit of money for a skate park. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. crazy. And they already had the developments there, but nope, had to redo them. Yeah. Why? 
I, and I, and there's no disrespect to people on no. welfare and stuff because I was. That's how I grew up. I'm sure that's how you grew up. Yeah, like definitely. WIC and yeah. all that shit and uh, food stamps, which I don't even know if they do anymore. Um, the problem is people get comfortable on that shit because they have dysfunction in their life, so they don't know how they don't know how to get ahead in life because they have a mom and dad that probably fucked them up. And probably showed them the worst of life. And, and, and when you put people in projects, you stack people with issues on top of people with issues. So then it's like you got a bunch of high-strung people that, already, that are already on the edge of tears because they've been shitted on from the get-go. Which is no one's fault. Like some people are just born into a horrible life. Like, so, you know, my parents had issues. I don't know, you know. And uh, so then when you pile them all in these projects and you give them free money, like... They don't. Need, they haven't even had a chance to become adults. They haven't even had a chance to figure out what they like. They've already been dealing with adult issues since they were ten, and now they're angry, misguided. And most people use drugs to run away because they're little kids and they just want to escape that madness because they need an adult and there's no adults around, so they get into alcoholism and drugs and mm-hmm. hang out with other people that are miserable and they breed miserable company and it just stacks on top and it's a it's a vicious cycle. There's no real healthcare. And mental health care in America, it's just like, that's what I always say. I've told you that a million times, Ben. I said, I was never poor. In America, there's no real poor. There's just um, dysfunction. There's mental dysfunction. Like, that was my biggest thing. Because there's always welfare. There's always, like, there's food around, you know? Like, yeah. there's shit around. We're in the greatest country, supposedly, the most prosperous country that the world has ever seen. So there's always a lot around. But the dysfunction is what is scary and uncanny. Like, not the same as other places, you know? It's a whole nother level. That's why rap music kind of touched on it, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's why I like Tupac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but that's crazy. Redo the projects. Yeah. They move people back in. Did they move them all out? Because I know they t- yeah, knocked they, them all down. Yeah, they moved them they do? all back in. They just Rebuilt. moved them back in? Yeah, brand new. Scares me, man. Crazy. All right. We're going another question. Jack Sips, what video part has been a constant inspiration from being a kid to nowadays as a pro skater? I don't, I mean, there's certain video parts. There's just certain individuals that I really like. I know, I feel like I'm on a skateboard. It's way too hard to choose one, man. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Just like saying, who's your favorite artist? Who's your favorite? Yeah, you can't. No way. It takes it takes a combination of people oh, yes. and ideas. Uh, Mark Johnson's always been great to me. I mean, his style. I could I could speak on a style, but everyone already knows he has a one of a kind of style that just is. Yeah, but I always applaud Mark Johnson because he always went out of his way to say thoughtful stuff, like that Transworld video where he was like describing how you can just create stuff in skateboarding you know just out of thin air because that's just the way it is you can think something and then you can go apply your qualities and 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 work towards something and create it out of thin air and then have the trick down and dialed and i I applaud him for going out of his way to say that because it's not skateboarders are the same as anyone they're they're insecure they're growing up like it's not always the coolest thing to just say something like that to to say the truth is not always the coolest thing some people are just haters you know and don't want to hear it not just in skateboarding but in life definitely but i appreciate anyone that goes out of their way to say something like that from their heart because you get criticized you know what i mean like the stuff we talk about right right now i think our podcast listeners are going to be hyped but i think 
someone that's like listens to it that might not be a fan might be like fuck these dudes they don't know what the fuck they're talking about but that's fine you know what i mean it's like if you're gonna go get up on the soapbox and say what the fuck you want you're gonna get people can criticize you that's awesome that's fair yeah Yeah, to give it exactly (laughs) so mark johnson what about you who do you like i got a lot man get run off a couple who who? my main one is probably tom penny yeah why do you like i mean i know why i like him why do you like him Oh man, his style. I like his backside flips. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it was good. Frontside flips too. Yeah, everything, man. All that shit. What so about his good. career? How do you feel about his career? He like came in big and then he disappeared and then he came back again. He's back again. again. Yeah. Nah, dude, he kills it. He's a man. Training skills, mini ramp, dude. Damn. Man. Classic. So good. Um, yeah. Um, I like Susky because. Aaron Susky was like I skated for Fiber Birdhouse and New York with him. Just is such a genuine nice dude, and he has a one of a kind style. Nobody skates like Aaron Susky, nobody. It's so his own. Yeah. There's no like I can't I, mean, I couldn't tell you his influences. I'm sure maybe an older gentleman might, but I can't. So I enjoy it. Um, yeah. All right. Next question. Skate park's on its way though, Josh. We're trying. Jack, that was a good question, too. Um, let's see. What do you think about the direction skateboarding is going in? How do you feel? I mean, you work at a skate park. You work a job, and you work at a skate park, and you see skateboarding. I don't know mm-hmm. how closely you follow, follow, follow magazines and videos. Yeah. What's your perspective on how skateboarding is going? As uh, as the whole entire scene, I definitely say more corporate than anything. Like our local scene has definitely picked up. I can sit, say it firsthand. Like with all I need, definitely that was a big help. Like a lot more kids skating, and like it was amazing when you brought the boards in and shit. Yo, yeah. you had you had to restock three times, right? This is the third time yeah. now, right? Yeah. Like within a month or something. Yeah. So what was that? That's twenty boards a pop, right? So that's forty. That's forty gone in thirty days. Crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean that's yeah. crazy that's good that's awesome yeah so like I mean for our local scene right now it's definitely local they're holding it down especially for Solstice and us so yeah. that's good but as a scene and you watch Instagram and you look at the social media of everything you know you definitely see the bigger names and all the fucking oh, cool like guys oh like the Nikes shit. and the fucking Converse and the, all the outside corporate sponsors yeah, bullshit. And, yeah. yeah. um yeah do you have? Do you see it going in a better direction, or how do you see it? I feel like you can go in a better direction, but it's all up to us, you know. The consumer, as it is, is all in what you buy. It's all in what you purchase every single day that makes the market, man. Supply and demand. That's how the shit goes, you know. Yeah. So if they see you buying more local shit, more local brands, you know, they bring that shit in. If you keep on buying Nike, you keep on buying Reebok, blah 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 blah. That's they, just they, yeah. they just keep taking. They just keep taking. They don't give back. That's the thing. Like, you, you yourself out there who skateboards, I don't care how old you are. You could be 7 to 60. If you skateboard, what you have to realize is that you have power. You have the power to vote for what you like in skateboarding. And what I'm hoping is that you don't just like the overproduced, flashy, trendy, cool shit. I hope you like the real stuff that 
goes out of its way to share and to express life and talk about real stuff and to do it in a cool artsy way as well, you know? But don't just be a sheep and jump on the trend because everyone's doing it and because they have a bazillion dollars and they can buy uh, all the cool skateboarders. And, you know, I hope you realize that that uh, you have power and that you can vote for the real. And I hope you vote for the real shit. Not just the shit that came in and bought it and like yeah, is that, trying to emulate the real. Alright, I got one I just have one thing, right? So <laughs> this is one thing that's always confused me. <clears throat> so, like no like Toy Pud will, he can do tricks, he's good on a skateboard, I'm not gonna fucking deny that. Just like anything else, you know, he's talented, good, talented. You know, talented, can do tricks. But just say, you know, there like Toy Pud will wasn't a skateboarder and he was just some clothing guy like Mark Echo. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mark Echo, he's got the Rhino, right? Yeah. Or whatever for his trademark, okay? Now, if you think of outside of skateboarding and outside of cool guyness, like, oh, a toy Pudwell can do fucking double laser flip manual, blah, 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 right? And, yeah. then, and so his logo is a teddy bear. Yeah. No, it really is. It's a teddy bear. Yeah. And his, his arms are open and look like he's going to hug you. I don't <laughs> understand. Like, how? Like, it's only because. Of the trends and the market, the marketing and everything is why that shit, if you really think about it. Well, yeah, what, what I see it as is like Tori, I, I know Tori, I don't know him that well, but I've met him a few times. He's a nice dude, bit of a stoner, I imagine, I think. Um, he uh, He has companies that back him and his talent. So he's used his talent and he's had companies that have helped him put that talent out there that has given him... A certain amount of followers and people that put the eye on him so people are invested in him and he had companies that invested in him and built him up and built up his fellowship and built up and his talent did that for him and then he gave them a teddy bear and people buy the teddy bear teddy bear yeah grizzly yeah like which is like so i don't get that trademark maybe maybe it just see people think that's what i'm starting to learn too is like i had a skate shop actually tell me that uh they didn't think all I need was a good idea. He told me, they, they told me that uh, I got an email back. Because what I do is I'll email the shop. I'll call the shop, introduce myself, um, which is always a very humbling experience. Because I don't know if they know who I am. I don't know if they followed around, uh, followed along with my career and my skating and my video parts and everything I put out there. And So I always introduce myself. Like, what's up? My name's Anthony Shetler. Like, I'm with All I Need Skateboards. How's it going? And then that's how we start the conversation. And I had this one dude. I called him, and you know he was pleasant to talk to. And then I email. What I do is follow up with an email and just say, "Hey, you know, it's been a month. Like, I just want to see, like, you know, for certain shops, I'm like, just want to see what you thought about the lookbook and how you feel about carrying it in, you know, the shop." And this, I've only had one negative one. And the one the dude wrote back, I don't even know if it was negative. I'm not gonna say it was negative because it wasn't. Because I, I asked for their input. I went out of the way and I said, you know, at the very least, give me some input on what you think. And he wrote back and he was like telling me he had a degree in something. I can't remember. That's very useful. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Awesome. But he told me he had a degree. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you're already telling me you have a degree. So I don't know why you're telling me that, but awesome. He's and got then, that piece of paper. Yeah, bro. it gave him a little confidence yeah. apparently. And he said that, you know, I should keep working on my idea. That, you know, the best idea, usually the first idea is the worst idea. 
Yeah. And that, you know, the fifth or tenth idea is the best idea. Yeah. Which I was like, yeah. I Gut feelings, though. I understand that. So... I was like, I understand that. I read the email. And he was like, he's like, yeah, I get that you're a nice dude. And he actually said, he said, I don't really understand how a happy person can sell skateboarding. That was what he said. Hmm. And I instantly realized he missed the boat on the whole thing. So I wrote him back in a very nice way. I said, I appreciate your opinion. I appreciate that you went out of your way to tell me this. He said that the trend in the market, in the current market, all I need doesn't match up with what's selling in the current market. And he doesn't want to bring it in. And I said, okay, that's fine. And I wrote back, I appreciate you writing back to me because you took your time and your thoughts and your energy and I said, it's probably my fault because I didn't explain my mission statement to you clear enough, so I'll try again. And I was like, and he mentioned, he said, his his skate shop, he's at the whim of 13-year-old kids. And I said, and, and that's understandable because 13-year-old kids buy the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But what I broke down was what we talked about earlier. I said, I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is there's a paradigm shift. There's a change going on in skateboarding. I don't know if you see it, but I see it clear as fucking day. Like what I was talking about earlier. Stop lusting after what you want and what you need. And that's what I wrote him. I was like, look, everything's downsizing. Everything. Our resources are dwindling. People are getting the information about this. That's all you hear all day if you're paying attention. Parents, little kids are hearing, okay, there's no more natural resources. They're starting to dwindle. Countries are about to go to war. Russia is fucking about to go to war with all these things right now. There might be a third world, a third uh, world war going on right now over natural resources. And uh, what, I, what I was talking about earlier about the everything downsizing and dwindling and, and having to appreciate the smaller things. And I, what I'm saying is people are picking that up right now. And maybe we are missing what's going on in the current market. But if anything, we're ahead of the market because that's where it's going. Look at the world. We're not going to get more resources. They're just going to keep dwindling. We got to find another fucking way. We got to change our paradigm. We got to change the way we do things. We can't just keep consuming. It's common sense that they've been saying it for years and it's not going to get any better. The world's not like the world's going to get better, but we can't just keep using the resources because they dwindle. They're only last for so long and we just keep fucking them up. We don't have good structure. We don't have good schools. We don't uh, we do, the world is uh going the wrong direction as a society. So what we need to do, me and you as adults and as brand companies, is give another way. And that's that's why I just blatantly named all I need all I need because we all know what we need. You know what you need to be happy. You look in your heart, you know what you need. I know what I need, and those are the things you need to invest in. All I need is for you and for me and everything. So it, the mission statement is so simple and so clear that i think mis- people misunderstand it you know what i mean because it's not complicated hmm. there's no teddy bear it's just all i need it's simple so there's no marketing gimmick i'm not trying to sell you anything i'm trying to give you the truth if you want to if you want to if you're intelligent enough to pick up the truth and be like oh this is awesome like these people are just trying to find a positive happy way and share their perspective and try to like keep things going and make cool stuff and create art and like sponsor people and do all the awesome stuff that skateboarding brings through a brand that preaches all I need is skating to be happy or you know family friends food water whatever it is you know like if you don't think that'll sell I get that I understand that but that means you're missing I think you're under you're underestimating your customer base because I talk to little kids all day long I do lessons all day long and kids all they want is truth they thirst for it the problem is no one gives it to them so that's what I'm doing because 
Look at marijuana. Look at weed. Why do you think Huff and all these people sold so many fucking things? Because that was a truth that was hidden from kids. The truth, the truth that was hidden was that weed's not bad for you. It's the same as fucking coffee. It's like no one's ever died. It's not bad. Like it doesn't make you a horrible person. You're not a drug dealer if you're selling weed. No more than a pharmacist. You know what I mean? So these little kids now are – it's like they're seeing it on socks. It's becoming normal. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. these companies like Huff and uh, – Whoever else jumped on the trend. Yeah, but a lot of them do. A lot but that's but th- but you know why they sold? Because that's a universal truth that everyone's understanding now. The veil has been lifted through you know, you know, people resources dwindling. People going, we need to figure out how to make money. Our country going, let's legalize weed in Colorado, Washington. Pulls them, makes millions of dollars in a fucking yeah, month or California, two. Yep. It could it could fix our whole economy, which is crazy. So that's the dwindling of the resources and trying to find another way and you know stopping suppression. And and then little kids are picking it up because, you know, weed's not a bad thing. And it gets you thinking and whatnot. It's not for everyone, but it's not – the alcohol is far worse. Oh, my God, yeah. hundred times worse. Definitely. So what I'm saying is they sold people a truth, and that's why all the socks sell. That's why mainstream picks it up because it's a universal truth that is becoming mainstream. When you give the mainstream the truth, people will root for it. And that's what we do with all I need. You know what I mean? We give We give you – Something that's so simple and basic and truthful and a perspective on things, like a positive, healthy outlet. And I talk about it all the time. But anyways, so I got what the dude was saying. But what I was saying is you underestimate your kid. You're underestimating the kids. Little kids want the truth. That's, what, that's all they want. They're little kids. They want to grow. They want to learn. They're like little sponges. They just want, they want an adult to speak to them like an adult. They want me to talk to them like I'm talking on this podcast right now. And, and think about that. Imagine if you had a bunch of little kids that you spoke to honestly about the world and about the problems. They have a jump on the game. They have a chance to, die, they have a chance to take in all that crazy information that no one told them because they're trying to shelter them, as, shelter them as a little kid to keep them as a little kid. They have a chance to take in this information from someone who's thoughtful and caring and can word it correctly. And then they have a jump on it. Instead of learning at 19 that the world's unfair and that you got to get your grind on, they learn it at 14 and then they start, their wheels are turning. It gives them something to do and think about and to process and they, they don't feel like second class citizens, like people are just lying to them and telling them, you know, just go play, go play. But play's good, but also think, use your brain. Like we got a lot of issues coming up in this world and they're only going to keep coming up and we got to, we need more leaders. We need more people like little Russell to understand like, oh yeah, yeah, I need to gain these qualities. If you tell these little kids, like... Go up to a little kid and explain what um, compassion is. Please. See what they say. They're, I bet they don't know what that word means. But if you could explain that word to them, I bet they would love that word. They might even start using it around adults. And adults would be like, what is that? Like they, They'd be like, oh yeah, compassion. But they don't fucking know what it means. You know what I mean? They don't. So what I'm saying is... This dude is following trends. That that shop was a bit of trend. They're following trends, and they're like, "Yeah, it's, it's not gonna sell." I feel like he missed the boat, and I, we're ahead of the curve. If anything, people are gonna catch up and be like, "Oh, all I needs has been screaming this for so long." You know what I mean? Like it's like, "Oh, they were ahead of the curve." I don't know where that all came from, but sorry. All right, uh, we got more questions, Ben. Did I, did I say? Did I? Am I crazy? Did that make sense? Yeah. You you agree with it for the most part? For the most part. Okay. If there's anything that you want to debate or argue, I'm fine. If there is, let me know. No. I feel like all I'm saying is 
um, which I'm gonna make a shirt, which we're already making right now. So don't even fucking try and take my idea. It's gonna say, "If the truth is told, the youth will grow." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's it. That's it. The truth is told, the youth will grow. I think you underestimate little kids. I was a little kid at 13, and you know what? Oh, no man. one fucking gave a fuck that I was dealing with a fucking uh, drug addicted mother or that my father passed away. No one gave a fuck. No one. No one. I just dealt with all that shit on my own. You know what I mean? I just internalized it. I used skateboarding to get to get all the aggression and sadness out. I just put it all blood, sweat, and tears into it. But no one fucking gave a fuck. You know what I mean? No one told me what compassion meant or or gave me like gave me it wrote these words down. You know, like perseverance, um, uh, dedication. No one wrote these words down and like told me what they meant. I went to school and they're like. Learn this shit. And none of it applied to life. You know what I mean? I'm like, I need help in life, not just... Like, you're trying to prepare me for a job, and I don't even... I can't even function in normal society day to day. How can you prepare me for a job when I wake up and I just want to punch someone? You know what I mean? Like, let's work Let's work on ourselves first. Let's become humans that appreciate and understand and, and have a jump on things. Give them the truth. You know what I mean? Let them know the fucking truth so then they can start worrying about a job and becoming an adult. And, you know, that's what the problem is. You get all these kids that never grew into adults because no one talked to them and gave them the truth. And then they're expected to go get jobs. How the fuck is someone who doesn't understand themselves going to be a good employee? They're not. They're going to fucking take it for granted. They don't give a fuck about your money. They're just like, oh, I got to be fucking... They'd be like fucking homie gas station job. You know what I mean? Like, oh, fuck. But if, they, if they're happy in their life and they understand who they are and they can see a way to be happy, they might go, oh, that gas station job? I'll work there and I'll save that money. I'll save a little bit each check and I'll put it into my art. Whatever the fuck it is. Skateboarding, pole dancing, music, um... Something that'll make me happy. I'll reinvest that money. So I'll, I'll work that job and I'll do a great fucking job at it. Because I want that money to come in so I can use it and eventually switch from a gas station job to my arts. And make a little bit of the same amount of money. Imagine if you could make the same money that you make from a gas station job off of something you loved. Selling bracelets, pole dancing, skateboarding. Is that not feasible? How much do you make at a gas station job? Minimum wage, right? Yeah. You could live off a of minimum wage and be happy if, you have, if you're doing what you love, right? Yeah, of course. Then why can't you? You know what I mean? Why can't someone do that? Makes sense to me, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We have to have a different perspective is what I'm saying. I know I'm preachy as fuck and I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but it's all inside of me and I got to get it out. That's why I asked Ben to come on the podcast because I could not sleep last night. I stayed up till six in the morning just rolling over in my bed with all these thoughts and I'm just like, I'm inspired, but I'm also on the edge of tears and I'm just like, I'm sweating and I'm just like, I can't do this. I got to get it out right now. I got to, all I need right fucking now, I got to get it out, like for real, or I'm going to go crazy. And I need people to, like, tell me that they relate or, or at least argue with me so we can, like, fine-tune all these ideas so I know I'm not crazy. That, then we're all talking about it. Let's all talk about this shit because it's important. I don't think there's enough conversation like this. Do you? No, no. Where do you go? Where do you go to get stimulating conversation? I go to you. <laughs> no. We, go, we hash things <laughs> out all the time. Yeah, definitely <laughs> in the office. So more people need to promote this shit. <laughs> like, yeah. let's do this. All right, we got more questions. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, with who? Can you understand what keeps you motivated? What keeps you motivated? What keeps you motivated for life? To wake up every day and just be psyched, or to try to get psyched, to be happy. Excuse me, to be happy. What keeps you motivated? 
keeps me motivated. <sighs> Skateboarding. And getting my own shop together. Hell yeah. Which is in the works. What's What are you trying to do? Uh, just me and Audley, we're going to be opening an automotive shop. Right on Funky. the opposite side of Skater's Edge, on the same side as Bandstand Live. Awesome. A couple months out of the way, just waiting for the landlord man. Yeah. Because he's in the, the room for storage right now. Yeah. So, he's going to move the shit out. That's awesome. Forever. And that's something you enjoy. Hell yeah. And I know Nick enjoys it for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. It's a very cool thing. And work together with a friend is awesome as well. That's a collaboration. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot easier when you have someone to help you. Hell I like yeah. that. Um, will there be a new uh, All I Need Pro soon or am? Um, right now, the pros are me and Timmy Knuth. The ams are Billy Drown and Corey Goonan. Uh, I would love to have more people on the squad. Um, it just, you know, it takes time. We're building up a foundation for a brand. I want all I need to be around f- forever. Yeah. For as long as the people want it. So I'm just grinding away, doing what I have to do. I'm calling shops, trying to pour my heart out to them so they understand that I'm not just trying to sell them something, that it's real and that we're going to make awesome, cool shit that kids are going to be hyped on because it has truth in it. And we have passionate, creative people creating the art and the videos and that, are, that, that it's their love, so they make a great product. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just trying to follow current trends and fucking jump on dicks and be like, I need to put this and this. What I'm trying to say is... We're trying to build a foundation, and I don't need a bazillion dollars. I don't need your shop to, like, I want your shop to carry it, but I don't need it to necessarily, I want you to carry it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I want you to see this. I want you to see what we're doing. So that means I have to do more work. If this shop doesn't agree and thinks that we're just like, if they can't see the picture, that means I haven't painted it well enough yet. So what I'm doing is I'm calling shops. I'm working on putting out social media every day, trying to make it better and better. I'm working on... The next line of graphics is fucking amazing. Paul Francis. Did I show you him? Yeah. Paul Francis Lambert crushed it. We're working on the next video. We've been doing a Instagram contest, the Beautiful Struggle contest, which is genius in my eyes. And, and I have another genius thing that I'm doing as well. I feel it is. You can think I'm an asshole and arrogant, but I feel it is. Uh, the other thing, the next thing I'm trying to do is I'm trying to work with shops that are located around Shake Shacks. If you guys know what Shake Shack is, it's like oh, it's like one of the best like burger spots you can go to, in my opinion. Better than in and in and out. And I love In and Out. I'm not knocking In and Out. I love it. <laughs> in and out In and Out's West Coast and they have amazing food. But Shake Shack, Ramsey used to work there and he used to tell me about it and then I finally went and it's just like it, whoever whoever started the brand cared about it and made it into something so epic and it, it it reflects they employ the right people they treat their employees right they have they work with like local markets as far as doing like they have like a custard every day of the week is a different custard and like one of them was like they have donuts made from a local shop in New York and it's in the donuts the custard in the donuts like homemade fresh donuts from New York bakery like like shit like that that you can tell that people care about it so I've been working with Shake Shack, and all I need, and myself have been working with Shake Shack for a while now, and uh, I'm trying to. They, Shake Shack wants to do a collaboration with a T-shirt, and they they offered up free food coupons. So what I want to do is I want to reach out to the skate shops in New York, um, Miami, um, Washington D.C., Boston, 
And what I want to do is I want to for our next line of boards is Shake Shack's gonna we're gonna we're gonna if you buy X amount of boards we'll give you a free collaborate collaborative T-shirt and food coupons. So basically to give out to each customer that buys the board. So what we're giving you all I need is you buy a skateboard and then we're gonna give you clothing and we're gonna give you food, which is all you need: skateboarding. Clothing, which is shelter yeah, and food to eat. So that's my next little hustle I'm working on. And that's why I think it's genius because that's like straight to the point. Like, how could you not, how could that not work? How can you not be hyped on that idea? You know what I mean? You buy a board, you get a free shirt and free food from an amazing spot. Shake Shack is amazing. The food is delicious. Have you been? No, I never know. We're going. Yeah. We're going. Go. There's right. two in Boston there's one in Chestnut Hill and Harvard. Uh, square right there amazing so and yeah so hopefully the next line of boards um in those cities that i mentioned at certain skate shops hopefully uh they'll pick it up and then when you buy an all i need board you'll get the free all i need a shake shack t-shirt and coupons for burgers and fries delicious burgers and fries i know i said burger and fr- burgers and fries and i go oh, whatever burger fries. but i'm telling you if you eat shake shack burger and fries you're never gonna have anything like that you're gonna be like holy shit i swear so i don't know and that's not that's not marketing. That's just like give the people what they need. What they need is clothing and food and skateboarding. Yeah, if they yeah. invest in skateboarding, they get clothing and food that's from good. all I need. That's that's as real as you get. We are the real skateboard brand, and I'm dead serious about that. That's where we got a market. That's our corner in skateboarding. Is we are the realest brand out there, and I stand by that. All right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do want to have new pros and ams. But I just gotta, we gotta build the infrastructure. We gotta build up the foundation because I don't want to jump ahead just to jump ahead. Like, oh, let's make a quick buck. Let's do this, this, this. No, I want to build up relationships and and with with these skate shops so they want to carry it. And I want to like do cool projects where the community is involved and and other businesses. And I want to think outside the box, like bringing in Shake Shack and just like cool shit that other people aren't doing. You know what I mean? Like. I want it to be legit so I can actually kick in dough. Like, uh, like I want to pay people for their art. I want to pay people for their work. Like, if someone wants to edit and film, I want to be able to kick them some money for helping me out. You know what I mean? I want to give someone a paycheck to be a professional skateboarder. So what I want to do right now is build up the foundation, and that's what we're doing. We're going to keep grinding away, and since it's our love and it's all I need, it's we're not going to just go away. We're going to find a way, and we're going to use our words and our intelligence, and we're going to talk to like-minded people that are passionate and have a healthy perspective for the future, skate shop owners and, and other people, and we're going to work with these people, and we're going to make awesome stuff, and skateboarding's just going to multiply, and more skateboarders are going to be skateboarding because of this you know what i mean and we're gonna live in that that little paradise that we want to live in um we got more questions um what can you do for skateboarding i think we just explained that one yeah. you think so yeah, yeah we definitely good. got right. that one uh yeah i, felt good. I feel pretty good <laughs> yeah, on that one. one um new bedford martin's asking about Irwin. i would like to know why he always forgets his lights light on a night mission not so bright. That's because Irwin, I love you, Irwin. You're a good man. And you actually film really good. I love your filming. You film you film really well. And uh, my specialist part just uh, went online actually today. I just put it back on there. Uh, if, if you go to All I Need Skate on YouTube, I have a video part um, that Irwin actually edited. 
Goonan filmed it, but Irwin edited it, and his he can film. Irwin can film and edit. Awesome. Uh, Irwin's the reason why he forgets his lights is because he's overexcited. He's like that Labrador puppy that's just like ah, you know what I mean? Like oh, I'm so excited about everything, and he just needs to take a deep breath. That's all. And then you won't forget your lights. There you go. And you got to build up like little habits, like good habits. Like, okay, you got to be more professional, I guess. <laughs> build up good habits. Like, okay, I remember my lights. I'm a filmer. I remember my lights. But he's young. <laughs> he's young and he's learning. So I love him. He's going to New York this weekend with Ramsey. And they went last weekend and all the footage was gold. And, and Ramsey's working with him and explaining like, it's all new to Irwin. That's why. You know what I mean? Like, it's always just been like, you know. Just film whenever, whoever, you know. Like, it's it's different when you work on a project. So that's what we're doing. We're trying to do with Erwin is, like, get him to work on a project with Goonan and Billy and Ramsey, an all-I-need project, and, like, have some structure and understand, like, professionalism, you know. Because I think he understands it, but I just don't think he has enough experience. So that's what we're working on. And that's why. And I know Martin, you're just busting his balls, but that's the truth. I love Erwin. I think he's an awesome filmer and editor, and I think he has an awesome attitude about life. And I think he just needs, you know. To just keep going and doing his thing. Damn, that's so cool that you're going to do that with Nick. You've just been saving. You've both been saving. And you have like a little bit of a game plan and trying to piece it all together and uh, stuff. Yeah. Nick's a good dude for that too because I know he knows what he's doing yeah, as well. You know, dude. And I know you're a hard worker. So uh, yeah. it's a good, it seems like a good combination to me. And I'll, I'll promote the shit out of it. We could do a podcast with you and Nick where when you guys start to get your foundation built and get it all going and moving in that direction, we could do a podcast and talk all about it and get the voice out there so everyone listens, hears all about the cool stuff. Um, what's your favorite part in the Skater's Edge video one and two? I mean, let's just say Dooley. I don't even know if he had. like no, I don't, he doesn't. He doesn't. I love Dooley's parts at the Edge. I've watched those videos before. It's been so long, so I don't know. It's like Peter and Billy. Peter and like, kills dude, it. The, Billy the, kills it. And in the first, the first Skaters Edge video, they're all like fourteen. Yeah, they're so little. Yeah, so little. Dude. This is BZ. BZ yeah, yeah, yeah. BZ kills it. He's the homie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Everyone at the edge is rad, man. Everyone's trying and growing up, and it's awesome watching these dudes go from little kids to trying, like, to to going into adulthood. And I can see them learning and growing, like Cameron and and Peter. And I can see them becoming adults and functioning and going off to school. Like Buckley went to school in Florida, Andrew Buckley, and like, it's cool to see the transition from little kid to trying to figure it out and make a way for themselves. You know, and and I see it every day. It's awesome. So everyone in those videos kill it. I love our crew. Hell yeah. I love our scene. Um, what else we got here? Yeah, also, um, we have that Instagram contest I was talking about, the Beautiful Struggle Instagram contest, All I Need Beautiful Struggle, and we've been doing collaborations with Shake Shack in different skate shops. So we did one in New Bedford. Actually, New Bedford was a little different. We did one, New Bedford, the shop sponsor was Solstice. They kicked in a $25 gift card. I kick in an All I Need skateboard, and then No Problemo, which is the Mexican uh, taqueria right there, they that skater owned skater run. They kicked in uh, a gift a gift pack pack that had like twenty dollar coupon for burritos, and then had like hot sauces and t shirts, <laughs> and I think he had an avocado in there, which was, <laughs> which was fucking awesome. But uh, basically, we take a photo of a street spot. Doesn't have to be a street spot, but I I want him to be. Um, and kids go, film a trick, and uh, tag us, hashtag 
you know, for New Bedford, it was A-I-N-N-B-M-A, New Bedford, Mass. And then... Uh, who was the one who won the... Ramsey Noun won the New Bedford one. Ramsey Noun did? Yeah, he's... Uh, was that the one with the ledge, right? The Yeah, the up ledge, the yeah, barrier, right. the up ledge. It was hard to skate. What was it? Front, it, was a, it, was a, it was like a, on the highway. No, no, I've seen it, but what... what front nose, Big Spoon. Okay. Yeah, which was sick. Um, especially on that spot, because I went and like tried grinding up it, and I did it, but it took it was like all brick and like just rough, crusty ass stuff. So, um, a lot of good tricks went down, man. I, I was feeling it. Um, but he won. He won a free skateboard. He won a twenty five dollar gift card to a skate shop. He won f- food, and and it was called the Beautiful Struggle Contest because. That's what it is. Is like life is a beautiful struggle, and I know it's so cliche and corny sounding, but it's true. It's like thrive, prosper, rise was the name of our all I need video because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to grow, like from a seed to like break through the soil. You have to thrive, and you have to. You're trying to prosper, and you're you're rising, and you're trying to like grow, make something awesome, and then people forget about the dark side of that, which is the beautiful struggle, because it's a struggle to be alive. It's a struggle to grow. Like that's the that's that's a side of it too. I could just preach thrive, prosper, rise all day. Yeah, yeah, keep going, good things all day. Thrive, prosper, rise. But there's also that beautiful struggle where it's like, all right, things are. You know, it's not easy. You got to grind. You, it's a struggle. You got to work. You to grow is work. It's not just all cheery. You know what I mean? It can't all be thrive, prosper, and rise. And that's a good thing. You know, like I love that. Yeah, keep moving forward. But to keep moving forward, you have to have that struggle, that beautiful struggle, because. It's just that's how life is. If it's easy, it's not worth doing. Yeah. And life is not easy, so it's a beautiful struggle. I love it. So that's what that contest is all about, you know? It's for those young kids out there that are that are grinding, that are skating, and that are like they want to show off their talents. Not in an arrogant, cocky way, but they work really hard to like perfect their craft. You know what I mean? To to have a style, to like they work hard, they put time and effort in their tricks. So what we do at all I need is we give them the beautiful struggle Instagram contest. We don't have to be there. You just go with your homies and you film it and whatever it is. It's like the Hunger Games. That's what I compare it to. It's like I don't care what you do. I'm going to give you a spot. It doesn't have to be a banger. It could be funny. It could be creative. It could be out of the box. However you survive, like the Hunger Games, like the the biggest dude doesn't win the Hunger Games. You know what I mean? Not always. He might. He might bang everyone out and kill him with his strength. But there might be a scrawny little dude or a girl that's thinking and going, oh, I'm going to trick him this way and get this. And then they survive. So that's how I look at it. The beautiful struggle, it's like the Hunger Games. It's like outwit your opponent. Film a trick. Go out there. Like we have one in Providence right now. Uh, I just put it up today. Civil Skate Shop. Guido's the man. Thank you very much. He uh, sponsored it. So he he's giving us a gift card. Um Shake Shack, you get a backpack, T-shirt, um, free food, shit like that, awesome stuff. All I need skateboard, and it's at the Monument downtown uh, Providence, and uh, yeah, so go out there, and it and it's the whole spot. I don't care. It's not you know, film whatever you want on the spot. I, I took a picture of the whole spot. You'll see the flyer on All I Need Skate uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and uh, just treat it like the Hunger Games, man. Outsmart your opponents and show what you can do, and have fun with it with your homies, and just. Post as many videos as you want. Make sure you tag us. Um, all the rules are on the Instagram, so you can follow along. Um, it's your sh- it's your chance to shine, man. There's nothing wrong with like wanting to show off your hard work. You don't have to be a prick about it, but you can do it in, in whichever way you want. You know yeah, what I mean? Of course. The cream rises to the top. So what I'm saying is, if you want a chance to win some really awesome stuff, stuff that you might need, like you know, clothes and food and skateboarding then this is your shot and you also might get some recognition which is really cool too and i enjoy watching all the videos and it's so cool seeing kids go and like 
put their efforts into something and do it in a cool way. So, um, yeah. And we did one in New York, too. Homage Skate Shop. Awesome skate shop. Cool people right there in Brooklyn. Um, we did it at LES Skate Park, which was rad. There was a hubba, rail, stairs. Um, yeah, Shake Shack. Shake Shack contributed to that one, too. Um, it was good. It's going well, man. I want to do one in Boston as well. So we're going to keep it going. Get back to the people, man. All right. I think that might be it for comments on Instagram. But we got more. That felt good. <laughs> good. I might actually be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> all right, let's see. Oh, I miss my brother. I see him on Facebook all the time. He lives in Australia now, so I don't get to see him. But oh, we got a question right here. We got a question. Can you describe the process of getting the graphics on your decks? Yeah, I can. This is Joe... Howarth, Ho Howarth. I don't know. How would you say that? I don't. Know. I feel like an asshole. H O. Howarth. Howarth. H O W A R T H. Um. Yeah, man. My friend Paul Francis Lambert does the artwork. Um. He draws it up. He kills it. Yeah. Hand draws everything. He's very, you know, pencil paper, and then he puts it in Illustrator, and he. Gives us some jazz, and then we take that file and we send it to our manufacturer, and they, you know, get it uh, put on a skateboard, basically. <laughs> get some, uh, yeah, they we get we get it pressed on there, Trans get it on transfers, and put the transfers on the skateboard, and then they ship the skateboards to us. So it's awesome. It's very cool to like see someone who cares about art and cares about drawing and has put their time and energy into their passion like that, and then to be able to put it on a skateboard, which is which is a a work of art, you know, which is art. Skateboarding is art, and and then you get to see people skating around with it, like that perspective deck that we have right now on sick. our website uh, and in skate shops as well. Um, yeah, Paul drew that. I gave him a concept, and I said, just I know it's very random and obscure, but here's my idea. Try to make it into a picture, and he did a great job, you know. And then our next series of boards um, was all Paul Francis. I didn't give him any ideas. I just said, "I know you're good at what you do. You do you." And then, and then he gave me the series, and I was like, "Damn!" And everyone I've shown has been like, "Holy shit, those boards are fire!" Yeah, those are sick. So yeah, so that's 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 that process, man. Good things. Good things to come. Hey. So I want to, if you don't mind, do you want to talk a little more about what you guys are doing with Nick? Exactly, what is it? Auto body shop? No, not like auto body. We're gonna we're gonna be doing. Um, I'm gonna be helping him out with the performance parts and stuff for the Audis. They, yeah. So like they're the B5 generation. Yeah. So they run a two point. It's. Uh, okay. No, go ahead. Yeah. There's people out there that know cars. Yeah. I might not. I know my face is blank. So but like, there's people out there that know. Yep. There's a lot of cars in that generation. The B5 chassis and the Audis, like the S4, the A6, the All Road, they all run a 2.7 twin turbo motor. And, and uh, so you do intake manifolds, upgraded turbos, all the stuff that Nick sells and stuff. So and is it add-on custom add-ons, add-on yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like you can powder coat. Yeah, it's all custom add-ons. Yes, definitely. Okay. And um, and then we're also going to be doing some repairs, hopefully get some builds in there and stuff, you yeah. know, like build some cars in there for customers and shit, so hell yeah. Yeah, that sounds cool, man. Did you guys think of a name yet? Nah, not for the garage, no, not yet, yeah. so, because that's hard, you know? So, yeah, that's fine. Know. Keep you, it simple, though. Yeah, Something you'll, simple. You'll find it, you'll find it. It'll hit you, just like all I yeah, need yeah, hit yeah. me. It hit me one day, and it hit me so bad that I couldn't, 
I couldn't not do something. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? That's when I made the first original I need video. I was like, all right, I just have to get this out there. All I need. It's what I'm doing. And yeah. that was the video. That was before it was even a brand. It was mm-hmm. just like this is the. It hit me one night when I was sleeping, and bam! I have to do something with this. There's no other option. That's how you know you got it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, that didn't work, but okay. Well, I think we might be done with the questions for now. I got Ramsey texting me. Oh, here we go. All right. No, we're done with the questions. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I want to talk about today. I think I got a lot of it out. I love coffee. Dude, coffee's so good. Crushes it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's really it really helps out a lot. Coffee's good. <laughs> um, yeah, what else we got going on? We got a lot going on with all I need. The dudes are gonna be in New York this weekend, the all I need dudes. So if anyone from New York hears the podcast and they're gonna be lurking around the city, so you might see them out there, uh, trying to get clips for the next video. Um Yeah. I don't know. Anything else? Grind your gears? <laughs> if you got something I'm down to keep going I'm down to discuss it oh man this goes on brother <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out about diabetes with Russell our little homo- homie Russell he he struggles with diabetes and I was trying to ask him about diabetes because I don't really understand what diabetes is or I didn't and he was trying to tell me he was saying that his body can't produce whatever the chemical is that regulates his sugar intake yeah, like or break that, what breaks it down. Yeah. Basically. So, what breaks down his sugar. So, yeah, because he was telling me, he was like, if he has too little of sugar, it's bad. Uh, yeah, because he can... I mean, that's bad for anyone, right? If you don't have enough sugar in your body, you feel like you're going to pass out. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Yep. And then if he has too much sugar, it's not good. But when he takes the... What is it? What is the shit he takes? Penis, not penicillin. Insulin. Insulin, thank you. And uh, when he takes that, it regulates. He can yeah, take regulates. the sugar in yep. and it keeps it at a healthy balance mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to figure it out because I was trying to tell him. I'm like, I want you to drink water and not so much candy and sugar. And uh, I know, I know, I know. It's not just him. I yeah, agree with that. Man. It's not just his fault. 14-year-old kid. He's a little man. kid. Someone needs to tell him. So I was telling him. Actually, I saw him today, and he was had water, and he's like, I love water. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Because I was talking to him for like 20 minutes, and this is what I'm talking about. This is shit I'm talking about right now. This is shit I was fucking ranting about earlier. AIN right now. All I need is right now. I need fucking change. This little kid has an issue with diabetes. Trying to keep him more healthy. Trying to look out for little man. And and he just just ends up at the skate park with no guidance. And then I, I, I'm just like watching him. I'm like, no one's correcting this. We need to correct this. Is he drinking from a two liter right now? <laughs> yeah, you're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, Jesus Christ. So I sat down for like 20 minutes and I was like, look, Russell, explain diabetes to me. And I just told him, I'm like, look, there's got to be a way to, like, I understand your body doesn't produce chemical, but you don't need to add on to that. I was like, stop drinking so much energy drinks. Stop eating all this bullshit. I was like, I understand that's the only thing here, but if you have a dollar, like, go out of your way to find somewhere that you can spend that dollar on something a little healthier. I was like, sugar is not bad for you, but you don't need all that processed sugar. Like, that's the thing about this world is it's, like, all the shit that's cheap is the shit with processed sugar. It's oh, not yeah. natural sugar. It's just, like, 
fucking fake shit that they make and you're just putting it in your body yeah. and it's like the good shit with natural sugars and shit they fucking charge you out the ass for go look at go look at a bottle of coke and a bottle of water which one's expensive yeah exactly exactly so it's fucking yeah you could get so many cokes and you oh, want a bottle of water you're gonna pay out the and ass if you buy, and if you buy the jumbo bottle like a two liter oh it's only an extra 25 they cents. give it to you yeah. even cheaper you can oh, you get- want a gallon Maybe five dollars <laughs> gallon of water. Yeah, insane. So like that's what I'm saying is like I talked to him for a while. I'm like, dude, you just gotta find something. Like drink more water. Stop drinking soda. Like I know you need sugar, but you don't need that all. Much. You don't need Mountain <laughs> Dew. You don't need that. You might need orange juice with sugar in it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, natural orange one. juice. Break down easier. You know? Yeah, like natural sugar. You know what I mean? So I was like, that might help you out a little bit. Give your body a fighting chance. Because now, right now, you're just piling on all this other stuff. So, so it's like, are. yeah, he's just a little kid. But today I saw him and he had water and it stoked me out so much. He was just like, yeah, water's good. I'm like, yes. And that's what I'm saying. If you give him the truth, if you take time to like listen to him, I let him talk. Oh, yeah. And I didn't just dismiss what he was saying. I wanted to a little bit because he was justifying sugars. He was like, oh, but I need sugar. I need sugar. I'm like, yeah, I know you need sugar. But you don't need all that sugar. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need a proper amount of sugar and you don't need to do what you're doing. Like he was kind of getting frustrated because he kept being like, no, I need sugar. Because I was ignorant. I didn't understand diabetes. And I kept being like, you don't need sugar. Like you don't need any sugar. Like stop taking so much sugar. What I'm saying is stop eating all this junk, basically. But he kept being like, "I need sugar." He was trying to justify eating all that shit from the vending machine. Like, yeah, I agree. Take two sips. There you go. Yeah, don't drink the whole bottle. Yeah, have two sips and call it a day and go drink water. Exactly. So like, but I took my time to actually sit down with him and talk to him and explain it and just listen to him and he taught me about diabetes, you know. And I and we just like it took a it took a 20 minute conversation, but we got around to it. And I think you know, hopefully it'll help him. He's on the hustle tip. What's that, my girl? We do the, we do these podcasts at my house. It's nothing fancy, guys. Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy at all. <laughs> nothing fancy. It's my girl making noises. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, oh, did you see him? He's he, Russell's teaching little skate lessons. Do you see that? Well, he's doing. He's trying to like. He's doing what I do. Like I teach skate lessons, and, and it, but he's like trying to get his hustle on. He he taught. Uh, $10 skate lesson to a kid telling him how to drop <laughs> in. Saw <laughs> so it on Instagram. He's promoting it already. I was like, yes, Russell. Good for you, man. <laughs> hey, if that little... It was a little scooter kid. He charged the kid 10 bucks <laughs> to teach him how to drop in and to like... Show him charge him 20. <laughs> how do you feel about scooters, honestly? Break them down. Go ahead. Go All ahead, right. Ben. I'll break them down. Go ahead, scooters. If you are of the age of 13 years old and younger, I believe it's okay. Once you hit freshman year in high school, I believe you should grow up a little bit and do If you something. have facial hair? Yeah. Sorry, and, get peach fuzz. And it's nothing like it's nothing about age or anything like that, but it's about it's about growing up basically. Like I feel like a lot of kids who do scooter now, right? Ask any one of them. They're like, where'd you come from? They either came from a BMX bike or they came from a skateboard. And what happens is these kids, they can't sit there. They don't have patience. Stuff's too hard. They don't want to sit there and try to kickflip 10 million times in a row. They'd rather just hop on a scooter and be like, look what I can do. Buddy hops. Look, look, Buddy hops. This, is, this is easy. This is fun. <laughs> and then that's what happens. Yeah. It's like sad, dude. Sometimes, man, I'd be at the skate park. You got kids that are my age, 23, 22, 24, on a scooter. On a scooter. Full on beard, no helmet on, cause they're above eighteen. Like, <laughs> yo, it's crazy. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. It's crazy. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Once you get that old, I don't understand it. I don't understand how that can be so fun. I you, don't. You, I mean, you do understand it. You nailed it. And I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I, I think it's fine that little kid's scooter. At least, yeah. they're, at least they're rolling. 13 and under. Give them something to do. Keep them out of trouble. It's awesome. And then hopefully they develop and they do get smart. Well, not smarter. But they do want to challenge, challenge themselves when they get older. And they hop on a bike. Or they hop on a skateboard. Either one is fine. Exactly. They don't just, like you said, they don't just use the cop out because it's hard. Because they, they hit a wall and skateboard and they yeah. go, it's hard. Just like anything, you're gonna hit a wall. You gotta keep on trying. Man. Yeah, they just want to go and like drink their gallon of j- soda and have ADD like, and do hop, 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 hop. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, what I'm saying is, it's a matter of understanding. Uh, it's building qualities. Like these little scooter kids, they just give up. Like most of them can kickflip. Everyone I say, I go, hey, want to try my board? They could all ollie easily, and they can. Some can kickflip. Most of them can probably kickflip. Maybe drop in, but then, but then they that, stop yeah. because it gets a little harder at that point, like to learn a tray flip or to learn how to. Or really even the flip your board, even that they might even get the hang of even doing ollies and doing a one eighty and yeah. even pop shoving it, and then they try to flip their board around. Ugh. Instant gratification is what they're going for, yeah. That's and that's exactly. that. When you lust after that, that means you have a easy way out. Bad too. qualities. Yeah, Not saying you're a bad way. person, but you value the wrong thing. Also, easy way out. I've yeah, easy. Too. So what 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 I what I say is, don't just give up. The hardest things are that yield the most reward, right? Like if you work hard and get it, it gives you the most reward. If it's too easy. You're gonna just like give up on it. It's like, and that's what happens. These kids grow up, and then, it's the same with like. It's like they can't do nolly. They can't do fakie. You run out of options. You know what I mean? You just run out of shit to do. Eventually, eventually, you're doing triple t- tail whips that take all your energy. You do three of them, and you're like, I don't even want to touch this thing anymore. I'm sure it's like skateboarding. The rabbit hole is endless. You can learn so. Like I'm 31, and I've been skating since I was 14, and I I learn tricks almost every day. Any day I want to go to the skate park and learn something new, not necessarily the hardest trick, but learn like, okay, I've never really done like a Nolly 180 this way into this thing or on right, that. Or into a bank yeah, or, or off like, the wall or down yeah. there. Yeah. So it's endless. I'm still learning. Any day I want, I can go learn something that yeah, troubles me. Yeah, and you take that me. Nolly back 180 or whatever it is. You can put it into a rail or you can put it down manual, a gap or on a quarter pipe. Anything, and yeah. It's like endless where these dudes, they just, they can't, they run out of options is what I'm feeling. It's it, in California. It's even worse than here. I've been in California, wow. full skate park. There's grown dudes just whizzing around, That's like crazy. taking it serious, filming it. Oh, shit. definitely filming, and crushing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, it, you know, don't cop out because all these hard, or, or you know, like stay with it. Don't just jump on. Like, it's. I, I love seeing someone sweat learning how to skateboard. You know. I never really see anyone sweating trying to learn the scooter. <laughs> see him wizard around. <laughs> Maybe I don't have enough experience with you guys, but I don't know. It's just that they're so good, they make it look effortless. <laughs> it's because it's easy. I jumped on this thing and tail whipped right away. I'm like, oh, fuck. It was two tries in, I already did it. I don't even want to apply my efforts into this. <laughs> I'm going to go try to learn switch flips. <laughs> cool. I guess we're done, man. Scooter rant will end it, really. Um, thanks to the sponsors. Uh, if you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, hit me up. All I need skate at hotmail.com. I'm open to any ideas. Like if you have a brand out there, something that's along the lines of all I need or like minded with that same everything we talked about tonight. If you have the same business uh, principles and you know 
you have good qualities and you have a product that you want me to endorse, like we could always talk about it. You can email me and you know, we have a pretty big fan base out there. I got people listening to the podcast all over the world, which is pretty much a trip. Um and yeah, and you hear the content we talk about. I think it's pretty real and engaging and legit. We have interesting guests on, so if that's something you're interested in, hit us up. Um thank you for all the feedback, all the questions today. That was awesome. Um Thank you, Ben. No You're the problem. man. Ben's my homie. We can talk about whatever, and I like that. I don't know how many people you have in your life that you can do that with. So if you got one, hang on to him. Uh, yeah. Solstice, thank you. Killing it. All I need, thank you. I'm learning so much through All I Need and through everyone involved in All I Need. I'm learning how to, like, I'm just learning all about myself. I'm learning about... You know, working with people, I'm learning all the skate shops out there that support all I need, all the future skate shops that are going to support it, and hopefully. Um, I appreciate all of you. I appreciate all you listening to anything I, I have to say, because who the fuck am I? Um, yeah, I don't know. I love you all. Thank you. you Want to say bye? Adios. We're going to do more with Ben, trust me, because this is fun, and I'm going to have more issues, and Ben, ben, will, ben, ben will have some issues, too. So we're going, to be, we're going to make this a habit, right? Get loud. You, you down to do this like yeah. once a month or yeah, twice a month, depending yeah. on what it calls? Go All crazy. Right. Go yeah, we'll crazy. keep it going. Yeah, and I got, go I'm working on more guests, too, as well. So um, try to find some interesting people that uh, I don't know, like... I don't know about their lifestyle, you know? Like, uh, Billy Best was an awesome one. He cancer survivor. Did, Crushing it. Yeah, did it on his own, man. I, I knew nothing about that world. Um, diabetes. Talk about perseverance, right? Yeah, that, for real, for real. Um, beautiful story. Please listen to that podcast. Go back and listen to Billy Best's story. He has a book as well. It's <coughs> You can get that as well um, on a- Amazon. Um, yeah, I, as I find entrepreneurs and just interesting people, and I'm trying to have the heart. I have a... Um, someone who does heart surgery, uh, a friend of mine, and I'm trying oh. to have him on the podcast. Um, hopefully he'll be down. I know he's incredibly busy, busy with that world. I can't imagine. You know what I mean? It's rad because he skates, and like, uh, it's the complete opposite of heart surgery. Because heart surgery, you can't make a mistake. Yeah, that's not that's how you that's not how you learn by ending lives. Yeah, <laughs> that's people not die. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no mistakes made. Uh, a lot of do it. <laughs> a lot of fucks given in that industry. You gotta give a fuck. Uh, but skateboarding is the opposite. You gotta not give a fuck. You gotta just like make mistakes and be like, oh, that's fine. I'm gonna whatever. You know, you gotta care. You gotta get past it. Yep. Keep moving and make tons of mistakes and find a way that works for you. So it's rad that oh, sorry, uh, he Bob. skateboards. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's rad that he skateboards because I feel like his life is so high strung with the heart surgery and just like all that schooling. And then it must be so fun for him to go out and just uh, make mistakes and laugh and smile and sweat yeah, you know what I mean yeah, it's like it must be such an awesome feeling um, yeah also there's tons of skate shops out there man a lot of cool things going on we're going to be sponsoring tons of events um, Ma- uh, Max Hesh up in Somerville uh, they got an event going on uh, we're going to sponsor as well you can go to All I Need Skate uh, on Instagram Facebook and Twitter we'll post their flyers and you can win free skateboard stuff um Black Tie, my homie Josh at Black Tie Skate Shop as well. He's got events going on that we're sponsoring. Um, Skater's Edge has a snowman bowl contest coming up. May 21st. May 21st, which is going to be awesome because there's no placements. It's not first, second, or third. It's just we got like six awesome gifts, and it's all ages. So awesome 
tricks get awesome prizes. Oh, yeah. And that doesn't mean, like, oh, they have to be the best tricks. Like, if there's a 12-year-old that drops in and he pushes himself and, like, grinds, scrape grinds the coping and works for it, you know, he's getting a prize. And if the dude drops in and does a crazy technical thing and kills it and he's, you know, he's getting one. Like, we got six prizes for six different people from six different walks of life and ages. So... Everyone come to Skater's Edge. Make it a big event, please. Family, friends, everyone. And uh, that's going to be a blast. The Snowman Bowl. It's called the yeah, Tranny Beatdown. Be reckless. Me and, Banny, me and ba- Billy call it the Tranny Beatdown Contest. We were laughing about that. When it's like Because transition, you know. If you're a skateboarder, you know. Uh, not tranny as in transgendered. But you get the joke. <laughs> but it's tranny because that's what skateboarders and bikers yeah, and all them call it. They call it tranny. You know what I mean? Like tr- you skate the tranny, the transition. Yeah. So tranny beatdown. Everyone's going to come and kill that snowman bowl. It's going to be sick. It's called a snowman bowl because that's what it's shaped like. That'd be nice. The flyer's on the All I Need Instagram and my personal one. Um, yeah, you can reach me at Anthony Shetler, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All I Need Skate, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, YouTube and the website is all I need skate.com. We're gonna say goodbye for the second time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>